0: The squad you can't front on You know we in the building when this theme song come on Riding with the captain, brother Jake Pragmatic The mastermind behind it, so you know we gotta have it Young drummer, seat, toast to do it for the people Keep the show flowing, plus some catchy little jingles Put it all together, it's a hit We ain't bragging, everybody and they mama jumping on the bandwagon um. I bet you think your team on top But now we're hot and got this here on lock Listen and watch Don't be lollygagging while they jumping on the bandwagon I bet you think your team on top But now we're hot and got this gear on lock Listen and watch. Don't be lollygagging while they jumping on the What's going on with you all? It's Jay Prag, the illustrious one, the Bandwagon Radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell, subscribe right now so you can get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the Rundown segment here on the Bandwagon Radio where I, myself, Jay Prag, sits down with artists across the globe. Give them a chance to open up about their music, their personal life, and you know before the end of the show is out, we gotta drop that new music. Today got special guests on the phone lines. Oh yeah, and we got some great music to talk about. We're gonna get all the way into it. Introducing my man, Bat Lanyard. Represent Bat Lanyard. My man Matt is on the phone lines. What's going on, Matt?
1: How's it going, man? Thank you for having me.
0: My pleasure. My pleasure. Uh, so again, we we talked a little bit off air. It is a duo, correct?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: All right, and uh, you're you're. Bandmate Nick couldn't be here with us He's traveling on business right now So shouts out to Nick
1: Yeah, totally he, he would love to be here
0: No worries, no worries Me and you are going to hold it down for him
1: Absolutely, man Sounds good Alright, cool, cool So,
0: let's get started a little bit uh, Talk to us a little bit, man About where you're from And uh, how you guys got involved in music uh,
1: Oklahoma, very small town for most of my life Nick grew up in Edmond, Oklahoma we met at school at OU and uh, played in the cover slash originals band that's when I kind of got into Nick's writing and when all that started and I came down to Dallas, Texas about four I don't know four years after that and was in another band for about the same amount of time and then Nick and I stayed we stayed in touch because we were really good friends and I really respected his writing. I really thought he had something. And um, man, later years, it just kind of started where I was getting to the engineering producing, and Nick was getting more and more into the writing. started coming up with, coming up with ideas. And then it just kind of all evolved over about a decade into this latest record or I guess, you know, debut record, self-titled. But we do have a cassette that we put out ages ago with uh, some of that stuff that we did, like, right after college.
0: Wow, okay. Dope, dope, dope. So it started in uh, the collegiate space. That's crazy right there. I actually went to a university as well. Um, and I, I like to tell people you never know the relationships that come from college, right, or going to a university.
1: 100 no. 100% you're spot on.
0: Like, even if college is not, cause I, I agree at college is not for everyone. However, I do feel like with college, you do get that social aspect that you don't get from not going to college.
1: Yeah, you really do. And it, it isn't for everyone. I mean, there's a million other things you can do. And some people go and they They find it's not right. I mean, I, I do a lot of trade stuff like, you know, cabinet making and furniture making and things like that over the years. and, it's not for everybody, but the social, the real, the real social bonds and the friendships, especially the musical friendships that you develop at that age, are man, they can be they can be very, very enduring and very special.
0: Okay, okay, sounds good. Now, before we move on, I gotta ask this question: the group's name, Bat Lanyard. Talk to us about the group name, the duo name.
1: <laughs> yeah, and man, it was, it's a It's a weird one, but um, I was doing some solo stuff before Nick and I really started digging in, and uh, my name is Matt Thompson, which is super ordinary, you know, and so there was no way to stand out and have anything stand out in the musical space, and I was in um, Colorado on a guy's trip with some guys, some good friends of mine, and We were talking about uh, those, you know, the lanyards you wear at concerts and things like that, just how we'd save some of those. And it reminded me of the story I'd heard about this Oklahoma City law firm that got, one of their big cases was like suing a bat manufacturer over a kid, losing a bat, swinging and hitting another player from the other team and hurting them. Wow. Which I thought was just really, really odd. And um, I was telling, I told that story. And then Dave, my buddy Dave, that was driving, was like, well, man, sound like the kidney to the bat lanyard. And <laughs> I thought, oh, that's, that's it. That's, that's unique. The domain exists. <laughs> let's,
0: that's let's important. A-
1: yeah. I registered it like an hour later. And, you know, cause I just knew there was, you know, that's a hard, it, it, like any other Tame Impala or some random name, it's just hard to come up with that stuff that it just clicked. And I was like, that sounds, sounds good and sounds like something we need to go forward with.
0: And there it is. The name was Burst.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> All right, cool, cool. Now... Let's talk a little bit about the new record, the new single, Burnt Out Lovers. Uh, what was the purpose of this record, in your mind, as the writers and creators?
1: Man, we... Uh, to us, it was, it was to complete the journey, right? So I built a studio. I'm, I'm the cabinet maker. I do remodeling and things like that. And um, so I, I had the tools and the skills. And as Nick got these you know, as these songs kept coming in. I kept developing uh the room we were in and trying to get you know, get our heads around getting our sound out to where it was something that we were comfortable, you know, putting out there. And um Nick's writing process, it's like he's he's got a tracking set up on his end. He's in Kansas City, I'm in Dallas. He will uh you know, he may lay down a guitar idea he may be playing on his acoustic and just singing to his phone, just whatever it was. But, um, he sent me that idea for burned out lovers. And I was like, dude, we've got to, we have to lay this down. We're, we do everything analog, all of our keyboards, all of our guitars, everything is a lot, you know, it's, it's analog stuff, but we, I use pro tools like the tape machine and kind of, you know, combining it with the mixing aspect, but with Nick um, it was more about he 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 kind of had the journey created and when he got stuck I created some lyrics and things would things went very fluidly and very quickly but it it, it you know burned out especially is more about you know the self absorption that everybody's in and the devices and all that jazz of these days. But overall there's, you know, love and affection and relationships and, um, disappointment, success, all those things carry out throughout the songs. And, you know, I think, I think Trent, you know, it flows really well. And we especially wanted to do a vinyl release just so that, people who care about that journey can experience
0: it. I like that. I like that. Okay. Now, do you, uh, you guys say you write your own lyrics. You don't, you don't collaborate with anyone. Uh, I know some musicians, you know, they're very big on their own craft and kind of keeping it and honing on in on their own, uh, writing style and sound. Is that, you guys or do you are you open to collaborating with other creatives
1: i think it would depend if it was like some separate project or something like i'm not we're not opposed to that but uh, the majority of them come out of nick and like i said when he he may get in a jam or my i may i might have a good idea for you know a melody or hey man let's make it busier here and particularly the lyrics that have come out on this, I've written them in about five minutes. Like it's just been like his idea inspires me and I hear something. And so we put it down. Um, But certainly, you know, the collaborating thing I think will be cool down the line, but we're still just kind of, you know, focused on doing our stuff and writing the next record and that kind of thing.
0: Okay. Okay. Now, what would you say is the feelings or the emotions you kind of wanted from the listener on The Burnt Out Lovers?
1: Man, I would definitely say, not speaking for Nick, but my impression of it is so much yearning and um, just being in that relationship where you're, you're right next to the person. Whether you're married or dating or whatever, you're right next to the person and you can't communicate. You're stuck. You're stuck in each other's heads. You're stuck in your own head. All you want to do is just reach across that small aisle. To me, that's what that, that song sounds like. And then it just, it, it kind of envelopes the entire spectrum of, you know, people always with their head down on their devices and all those cliches that are going on. You know, I, I guess they're not cliches. it's just it is what it is in this world that we're in. But to me, it's just like trying to get back to the meaning between the relationship you're in when you're two feet apart from each other. You know, something of that nature. That's that's how it hit me. I can't speak for Nick, but that's he he wrote that tune and that lyrically, and that's how it speaks to me.
0: Now, how would you say your area and your network is uh, responding to the new release?
1: And it's been really, really, really good. We're going to do, um, do a vinyl little celebration here in Dallas, and we're setting up some shows in Dallas and then in Oklahoma City and Kansas City for the fall. Uh, Luke Calloway is uh, the guy that plays drums on. He played on Burned Out, Lovers. He's a he's a great musician. He tours a lot, so we got to plan around his schedule a bit. And Josh Vandenberg, a good friend of mine, used to be in a band called uh, Free the Leaf. He's a great guitar player. He's going to fill in. I, I'll play some bass. We'll get some keys going. Just going to you know flesh it out that way and just push on.
0: Okay, okay. Sitting here talking to my man Matt one of the duo for bat lanyard talking about the new single burnt out lovers um let me ask you this um let's talk about the album project i know you guys are working on the album project what can people expect from that
1: yeah i mean the the vinyl will be done um first pressing will be early july had a yeah. lot of good pre-orders which is great i, I guess i kind of got to you know I kind of veered from your question of how is it being received, but um, the response has been awesome. And, you know, lots of good feedback, lots of people listening, which is always fantastic. That's half the challenge is getting stuff on your ears. But um, yeah, we're just, we're going to push ahead with the vinyl and um, just hope that the album continues to grow as more and more people listen to it.
0: Ooh, cool. Cool. Um, now, you might not be able to speak for Nick but so much, but how, what are some of y'all's musical influences? Who are some of those artists, talents and musicians you guys were listening to? And then again, probably you could answer y'all being college, you know, buddies kind of give me a, a vibe or give our listeners a, a vibe of what are some of those musicians you were listening to?
1: Yeah, man, absolutely. I mean, we were in Norman, Oklahoma, and the Flaming Lips and Chainsaw Kittens came out of there. Uh, The the Flaming Lips, obviously, are super well-known. The Chainsaw Kittens, there was that year that uh, Nirvana Nevermind got produced, um, butch Vig did that record. He did He did Sami's dream by the smashing pumpkins. He did the chainsaw kittens flipped out in Singapore and he did the big sonic youth record all in that year. Mm-hmm. So having those two bands local as kids was absolutely mind blowing, you know, cause it just seemed normal to us that this is, a, this is what people are doing. Yeah. And I know Nick, um, very much influenced by like B sides of, you know, of, uh, Billy Corgan stuff, uh, beach house. He sends me a lot of, um, I was trying to think, I I don't know from my end, Smith's, um, the cure. We both love the cure. Mm. Um, just all over the map. Um, there's, I mean, many modern bands that, that he loves that, he turns me on to just all, you know, just kind of at the same time, the seventies, you know, soft rock. I love soft rock. I can listen to Ambrosia or something like that all day long. Mm -hmm. It's just whatever, whatever musically kind of has, you know, something going on.
0: Now, what do you guys like most about the creating process? Uh, like, I have heard different things from different artists and musicians about what is the highlight to them of creating. What what for you, uh, at least if you can speak about, what for you is one of those things that's like a highlight? Or you love this about the process?
1: I would, man, I would say my, my favorite thing about it is the way that Nick and I work. We, uh, He comes up with an idea. I get it from an iPhone recording or from him tracking it logic a bit. And I love, I love the process of hearing what he's done and hearing the potential of where it can go and hearing some things that I can maybe help out with in the creative process. And then the the entirety of laying it down, tracking it like Nick, he and I will write, I don't know, we'll have two or three, three, four working songs at a time and then he'll come in from Kansas City and we'll spend time, you know, finishing them out in my studio and if, if if it goes organically and it works, it stays and if it doesn't, then we may not pursue it and then sometimes ideas come back. It's kind of, but to me, that's really the excitement. It's like, oh, man, here's, here's this really good idea with so much potential. Let's put our heads together and let's, you know, let's flesh this out and make it into something that we're proud of.
0: Now, I'm sure outside of the duo, there might be some people that deserve some acknowledgments or shout-outs for their support along the ways. Do you want to take this time to maybe make some mentions or shout-outs of those supporters, people that you want to thank?
1: Absolutely, man. Yeah, our all of our friends, um, everybody involved in this record, Casey DiOrio of Valve Studios here in Dallas, has done amazing work with Polyphonic and the Toadies and... Blowing for Soup and all sorts of... He, the, we do all, all of our drums out there with Luke Calloway at, at his studio. And he's just an incredible musician, producer, engineer with, with an amazing place. Um, and then my friend John Songrass that I grew up with in Oklahoma, who's part of Hand Drawn Records here in Dallas. That's who's doing our vinyl. They were the first ones to have these Canadian presses. That are digitally controlled, which first in its kind. Just you know, and certainly our families, all that, all that jazz.
0: Good. Um, Now, what do you what do you appreciate most about like the traveling? Being a traveling musician, what do you like about that? Uh, Now, I know traveling is probably one part of it, but what what are some other additives to being a traveling musician?
1: And, you know, we're going to do a bit of touring on this thing, and I did a lot of touring back in the day. We used to play with uh, Better and Ezra and Goo Goo Dolls and all sorts of bands, and I love that journey. I, lo- I love the loneliness of getting in a van with four people, that maybe five, you know, and just driving to a venue and unloading all your gear and... You know, especially when you get to the you know the Econoline 350 Ford van and a trailer, (laughs) you're you're kind of you're hitting a level, right? I mean, you're hoping for the Prevos, but that stuff ain't going to come straight up. You gotta (laughs) you gotta earn your skins, and just you know, loading in and just trying to just kick some butt on stage and be tight and. Gain some fans and get your, you know, get your mailing list filled out and all that kind of stuff. It was, you know, that's the part I look so so forward to in the live performance aspect of It's just pulling it off, and real, really musicians, not a bunch of tracks, just you know, letting it hang out there and just trying to stay solid and groove. I think that'll be the the most fun part about it.
0: Now, what would you say you would attribute you guys' style to? A sound? What would you attribute that to? Because you have a very unique sound, especially with the duo aspect.
1: Oh, man, thank you very much. I would, God, sound-wise, I I say it would it'd just be a blend of all of all the music that we grew up on and all the music we love now. Um, I I think it would it would be a combo of that. It's, I don't know, I know that I can really elaborate more than we're r- literally just, you know, putting things out of our head that, uh, that have been influenced by a million different styles and sounds that we enjoy, whether it's metal or, you know, ACDC or it's Joy Division or, you know, just or Beach House or you know whatever it is it's just it's what what cooks up in the moment
0: okay now let me take this time I do want to give you a little bit of feedback just what I thought of the record as well um I definitely heard the influences of uh like you said light rock uh some pop in there even some country uh energies of uh in the record uh it's a nice smooth uh energy and delivery with the record i thought the production was relaxing yet it, it gave a bouncy vibe, if that makes sense. It was relaxing, but it still had like a bounce to it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I my first thought with what you just said, and thank you for that, would just be that Nick has always pointed out it's it's a great record to have on in the background if that's all you're looking for. Mm. Like, you can have it on, it's got a good vibe to it, it's got a positive vibe to it and it's very listenable. If you want to dig in, it'll deliver, I hope on that level as well, but those are those are cool comments, man. Thank you for that.
0: Yeah, my pleasure, my pleasure. Uh you know, I'm a fan of music. I, I love music of all genres. Uh you know, I'm I'm a creative myself, so you know, I just happen to be in radio and talent, you know, radio talent. So I just help how I can help, you know, and I have different platforms for musicians and bands and singers. You know, I do events.
1: Very cool.
0: So now let me ask you this. Uh how important is making the right investments? Because a lot of artists, I have conversations with them, and I don't think some of them get it, of course. Some more experienced ones get it, but some of the the younger ones don't really understand the concept of investing in themselves fully. Um, Talk to us and talk to our listeners a little bit about investing themselves and making the right investments.
1: Yeah, I I think, um, yeah, my first thought on that is, The right investment, the very first investment, the investment that costs you nothing, is becoming as good at your instrument as you can. And the second half of that is get used to playing with a rhythm section. And if you're part of that rhythm section, then get used to playing not only with a click track, but also without a click track. And then... Practice, practice, practice. That's that is free. You have no. There's no money that needs to come out of your pocket for listening. Play with play with your favorite records. Find a find a sound. Um, piano, bass, drums, whatever your thing is. Find something you you wish you could do, and just absolutely crush it with time and commitment that co- it costs nothing the cheapest bass, the cheapest set of drums practice costs nothing just you you have to hammer away because there's no way to make you know how fast sound really good live and there's no way to take that dynamic into a studio of any kind and create something that sounds organic and moving um, without being edited to death. That's the number one thing. I mean, playing live that actually I'll add C to that play live because there's a massive difference between killing it in your bedroom and getting up in front of a bunch of people right. that may hate it. I mean, there's... Man, we used to play Little Rock, Little Rock, Arkansas in this band I was in. We'd play in this pizza joint, and the audience was so brutal to where we would go up. And we, we loved playing there because it, it it was like getting water splashed on your face. <laughs> like, why aren't hey people are just eating pizza and then they're leaving, and we're up here giving it our all. you know it's just like you you can't I mean playing live, nothing can replace that because you're you know you're failing forward, so to speak okay. that would be all my advice. worry about logic and the computer and all that other stuff later when you're you're gonna make some. When you can make good sounds, it's going to sound good on anything. When you look at all of Elliot Smith's early stuff. He's doing four tracks in his basement. You can't. I mean, that stuff is absolute magic. You can't. You can't emulate that. It's
0: great breakdown. Great breakdown. Now, what's coming up for you guys? What, what should our listeners be on the lookout for?
1: I would say single number two, trying to select that. Uh, We don't know when we're going to kind of push another thing, but um, the vinyl coming out this summer in July, I guess we're in the summer, it's June. And then just look for the live shows. If you're in the Midwest, that's where we're going to start. And we'll just carry out as it goes.
0: Well, that sounds good. That's a great segue. Go ahead and give out your social media so everyone can tap in and follow you guys and keep current.
1: Oh, yeah, man. Thank you. Um, the Just go to batlanyard.com, B-A-T-L-A-N-Y-A-R-D.com, and everything leads from there.
0: And that's what it is My man Matt on the phone lines Holding it down for the duo Shouts out to my man Nick Bat Lanyard right now I'm gonna go ahead and take this time To let you introduce the new single For all the listeners, brother
1: Yeah, this is uh, Burned Out Lovers Apply it to your life as needed
0: You're hearing it right now For the first time on the bandwagon radio Do me a favor, turn it up Let's go